Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. You suck and I hate you. I just tell it like it is. <laughs> this is Aaron. Sorry. No offense. This is Phil. <laughs> this is Phil. Sorry. I was thrown by This is Cole. Sorry. The ad-living. <laughs> Please love it on so you don't have to. But you really suck. <laughs> so hey, Adam, hey, hey, hey! No offense, but your life is worthless. <laughs> Adam Adam like, Carolla used to say, it's "I a like bad how it's sign. transitioning into Rodney Dangerfield." <laughs> yeah, it no, kind of is. Hey, hey, no offense, but hey, uh, <laughs> I get no respect. Hey, I get no, no offense. offense, but but uh, no one would notice if I was dead. <laughs> I can't get no respect. No offense, no to, offense myself. to myself. No offense to myself, but uh, uh, I got nothing left to live for. No offense. Okay. We're we're having fun, but I just want to say that's a legitimately turn. good. That's legitimately good, Rodney Dangerfield impression. I'm so doing the shoulder out. thing too. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> Man, you kind of got to. That, the, that commitment hey. is probably what's making it. Take my wife. Hey. No, really. <laughs> Can't get no respect. <laughs> uh, I really enjoy that. Kind of, enjoy that way more than I should. Kind of similar to the the people who say I tell it like it is, and that's just code for being a jerk. Uh, yeah. Um, Adam Carolla, I, I don't know if he still talks about this regularly, but he said it's always code when somebody says, "Oh, Jimmy, yeah, well, Jimmy's Jimmy. I mean, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy's Jimmy." <laughs> That when when you describe someone and you just use their name to describe them, that uh-huh. that's always code for they're a complete jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Who Jimmy? Well, what, I don't know. What can uh, I say about Jimmy? J- Jimmy? Jimmy's Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy's Jimmy. You know. <laughs> you Does he know. use the word Jimmy when he's doing it? Because I hope he's referring to Jimmy Kimmel, like subtly. No, I, I assumed that's what it he's was. Friends with Jimmy Kimmel. Well, because they used yeah, to do that show together. Yeah, yeah. The Man Show. Right. They're, they've been friends since back in the K-Rock days. I love yeah. that there was a show called The Man Show. Like, as I if... never watched it, but I remember they had like a segment of girls jumping on trampolines in slow motion. Oh, my god! so awful. The whole, the whole concept of the show seems like kind of like a dare because here, here are the <laughs> elements of the show. It's called The Man Show, and they would say from the first episode, they said, as as God is my witness, every show will end with girls drum, jumping on trampolines. That's what they said in the first episode. And every single show ended oh with girls jumping on trampolines. Also, <laughs> they had a live audience and they gave their, their audience beer. Oh, nice. And when Jimmy transferred over to doing the uh, late show, he said, well, this is kind of my thing. I'm going to give everybody beer free beer when I do the show like that's kind of my thing and they were like uh-huh. okay sure and then very early on some girl got alcohol poisoning oh my goodness and <laughs> the, the the network was like we cannot do beer anymore you this we can't give people free this is like a bad thing and he's like okay <laughs> which like they like 
I can't believe Jimmy. they ever went along with that to begin with. I know. How did like a major I, they, network? But I think they were I like see desperate. Comedy Central like, doing it. I think, but think about it. They were like there was like a weird thing happening in late night when when he got the job. It was like they were kind of desperate for like what's the new thing going to be? We got to figure yeah, something that's out. True. And he had a lot of success with the Man Show. And they're like, yeah. maybe we should do this. And he's like, listen, part of my success is getting people totally wasted. And they're like, oh, okay, okay, fine. Whatever you say, Jimmy. <laughs> Which doesn't really make sense because, like, people at home are going to do whatever they want. Hey, Jimmy's Jimmy. Yeah. That's true. Help. Jimmy's Jimmy. <laughs> well, you, uh, know. you know, but I think I think he was I'm, – I'm wondering like if he was like – That's like a thing from the stand-up world where, like, you want people to be drunk for stand-up. And that's why a lot of times – when you watch like stand up specials, they're not quite as funny as the people in the crowd are acting like they are. Yeah. Cause yeah, they've been drinking. The, the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just context too. Like a lot of stand up jokes are not great. Yeah. Or like, like if you, most, if you just read the joke, you're like, yeah, like the people who become famous at stand up, it's because they're like extremely good at it. Right, the majority of people doing stand up, it's not entertaining unless you're drunk, probably. Yeah, <laughs> it's mediocre at best. Yeah, I like stand up though. I think it's an interesting medium. Yeah i I didn't like partially a lot of comedians like when they tour and stuff like that don't even come through Utah just because there's not much of a market here for it. Uh-huh. Um. But I've I've just gotten more into stand up just from listening to comedy podcasts and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And yeah, it's a cool it's a very it's a very specific, you know, medium, but people who are good at it, it's it's pretty impressive. I think I'm I'm actually more interested now that I'm thinking about it. Like I I love really good stand up, but I'm I'm totally fa- fascinated by the process of like crafting stand up. I think I I find it more interesting to listen to guys talking about their process than most of those people actually doing stand up. When there's Yeah, like some guys Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, yeah, no, that go ahead. That's it. I was just going to say like some guys like I've listened like listening to like WTF and stuff like that. There's guys that talk about comedy and they you're like this guy's really smart about comedy. Like he must yes. be hilarious. And then you watch the stand up and you're like, no, this is not even good. Like, this is not yeah, I don't like to me. He's just making jokes about the N word or something like that. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> why? What? It's crazy. And women, too. Or, there are funny women, obviously. Not that's always why, guys. That's why it's guys. impressive when you see someone who's like really uh, good. And yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like they have a certain shtick, but like Aziz Ansari is really good. And he's the type that like would have a broad appeal, you know. Yeah. like Louis C.K. or something like that. But but yeah, part or of it Gabriel is just like Iglesias. we aren't in <laughs> like part of it maybe is just if you're not familiar with, you know, it's like when I listen to country music, a lot of it sounds the same and I don't really enjoy any of it. Yeah, there is like because, a vocabulary you have to learn kind of. Yeah, like over time probably. So I don't know. So it, I think it was back in the, the late nine, 90s, early 2000s, uh, when Comedy Central was like still trying to get its footing and they can't they realized it costs us nothing to film comedians. Yeah. 
the struggling comedians and put their hour special on our network. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's where I started to get a bad taste in my mouth of comedians because I was like, I'd turn back in, you know, pre DVR days, right. I'd turn on comedy central and it would either be, I, and I'm saying this is like, this is before South park even, right. You turn it on and it was like almost always it was somebody's comedy special that I've never heard of. And, or, or it was mystery science theater, which is great. Or it was <laughs> whose line is, whose line is it anyway? Which I is did, also great. I did see Mitch Hedberg for the first time on like comedy central live, like at like and 2 a.m. or something. You're right. I, I guys, do you remember that Mitch Hedberg joke? <laughs> Let's see if I can remember. How's it go? How's it go? Uh, it's something what, like, Aaron uh, and I will wait <laughs> patiently and quietly while you, while you formulate your thoughts. Ready, set, go. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Something about like drugs. Ah, oh, dang. Yeah, I can't remember. I really want to help you out, but I want I, I want this bit to work. So you <laughs> so it really makes makes it better if no, Aaron and I literally just this sit here quietly. Made, whole, this would have made sense the, on our last that, episode. That's the whole bit, though. Oh yeah, it's something about dope. I like the FedEx driver because he something about cannabis. Dope. FedEx is dope. I bet Mitch Hedberg would be using the word cannabis if he were alive today. He would. You rest, know why? Rest in power. He would use it because it's a better word. Like it's not a better word for Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, it, it's a good think about his delivery word, and the the structure of that word. Cannabis. 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 Okay, but yes, but he would be. But what you're saying is he would be using it as a joke. Like the yeah. it would be the joke is is part of the joke is using that word. Yes. Kind of, yeah. I really but need people okay. to tell me I'm wrong about this. Like, I honestly, I need our group to say, Phil, you're an idiot. That's the word we're all using now, and you're an old man. This is a, It's official that you're an old man because you think that that word is dumb that we have all switched to using. That's what it's I need not, to I hear. Admit, it's like, I admit that I'm an... I'm an old man from Utah, so I'm as out of... I'm more out of touch than anyone. Here, I'm going to Google it. I think. <laughs> When it comes to drugs, <laughs> should I should I switch to using the word cannabis? Question mark. No. What do people call marijuana? This is not. That's not the kind of thing you Google. I just Google did. will not help you. Um, it will. See the funny thing about the funny thing about Here, Mary, my MitchHedberg. Not that what it was do you funny. Call your weed. Is like, that's the one Mitch Hedberg joke that everyone can quote <laughs> word for word. No, Aaron. The one. Yeah. Looking up, looking up. What, what should I call marijuana? Online is is like, what's the right word for my genitals? Yeah. Like, no, don't look like that the, up yeah. online. How You're not going to get anything I, good. You're going to get a bunch of like stupid answers. No, but also it just like reinforces how old and out of touch you are. It's like googling <laughs> like how do I sexually pleasure my wife or something like that. You know. <laughs> It's like on if, if you guys haven't listened to uh uh oh crap analyze fish that podcast about the band fish there's one episode where they all go to this fish concert and Paul F Tompkins they're all going to do drugs and Paul F Tompkins is like I feel like I should call my doctor and ask him if it's okay if I do drugs tonight. That's <laughs> 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 like that's when, that's when you really know you're old. <laughs> what about herb? Do people call it herb? Herb. When I was in high school, people call called it, uh, it herb. Ganja. People called it what? They herb did when, when I was in high school. high school. 
but that was a long time they, ago. But they never did it like seriously. It was always it oh. was either like the douchey guys or it was ironically. Yeah, it was like a joke. I called it La Mota. Dame la mota, por favor. That's what the Mexican people call it. Aaron, don't do your racist, overly affected Mexican accent, dude. <laughs> it's offensive. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I didn't. I don't know what you're. Oh man! I don't know what you're referring so to, guys. If, if you're speaking, guys, speaking, the language. speaking of which, Andy mentioned the fact. Uh, speaking of marijuana, Andy mentioned the fact that the coily cables. The reason they stay. <laughs> the reason they stay coily is because that's how they're baked, when they get baked in place in that shape. Um, hey. So shout out to Andy and Anthony and who else? Aaron. Kevin. 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 We. we th- we think <laughs> Kevin <laughs> works at Sinusoid too. Kevin! That's for Chris Brewer if he ever catches up to this podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't expect him to keep listening. Chris, if you're listening to this, no, I don't want to do that. What was that? <laughs> remember, I can't remember if we've talked about this on the podcast, but there was a time or two where I, in our in our uh, group message that we always have going, where I said. Oh, yeah. People would miss huge. Yeah. People would miss huge chunks of the messages and not if go back and this. read them. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "Hey, Phil, $5. if you read this, I'll send you five dollars." <laughs> mm-hmm. And and you did read it one time. Yeah. And I don't know if I sent you five dollars, but I gave you some guitar pedals, so that makes up for it. No, yeah, you you've been you've been very generous to me, so I'm not going to complain about. Aaron, can you stop just reading the internet while we're recording, please? <laughs> I'm not reading the internet. Oh. Good. I was reading. So what do you? Sorry. What do you call marijuana? <laughs> I told you. Mota. That's what I call it. Hey, we should the episode of the the episode of the the title of the episode could be Hello Mota, Hello Fata. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait a minute. I'd also I'd also like to point out Aaron didn't come up with any terms that we weren't familiar with. So, you were you the, familiar with Mota? Yes. So listen. I had heard that. Listen. What about Either hello, hello, Mota, a... hello, Fatwa. <laughs> what? So, so there's either there's there's two possibilities. One, we are cool enough because no, we know you all the terms. Right. Or it, two, it, it was it was a feudal enterprise. Or two, Aaron is using old people internet, and it's only giving him <laughs> all the old people words. The and there's a whole. And there's a whole different internet oh, with all no. the new cool words. I accidentally oh. tweeted that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What are, love... what are the cool words for marijuana? Oh. Tweet. There's this. There's this one guy. There's this one guy that I follow on Twitter who makes, who just goes through, and retweets people tweeting. Uh, they will just tweet, how do I change my Twitter handle? And it's always just like the worst. It's like, you know, some like smokes mad blunts for 20 or, you know, and then they just tweet out, how do I change my Twitter name? <laughs> I I feel like the best tweets would be something like, uh, like man falling over gif. Yeah, dot gif. So like somebody was like trying to find that gift. <laughs> or it's not even that. It's like a link to their C drive. It's like a link from their Windows Explorer. 
because I've seen a couple of those, and it's been like famous, like it's really been politicians or whatever. Yeah, Ugh. and it'll be like C, you know, backslash <laughs> users backslash whatever photos, you know. <laughs> yeah, those are some of my favorite. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So guys, we didn't oh talk about God. the street crew last time, but people, if you we want to join, talk yeah, about we did street crew last time. Oh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Send us money. That's all I want to say. Yeah. We want money. We need your money. And listen. We don't even need it. We just want it. (laughs) That's true. I want your money. And listen, we don't. If if you're listening to this and you're one of our less fortunate viewers, you're. uh, Steal some money and freaking send it to us. You can send us $5 and we'll send you some stickers. You can steal 25 bucks from someone. Phil, it's not about being less fortunate. If they have less money, it's because they didn't work as hard and didn't apply themselves. Yeah, guys, come on. Everybody knows. Or that. they weren't as faithful. Like Oh, to <laughs> like to God? Yeah, like if you believe yeah, God will obviously. bless you, then he will. I thought you meant like they cheated on their spouse. No, no. <laughs> and that's no, why they don't faithful, have money. That no, also spiritually hurts you faithful, financially. not like Well, that does yeah, that ultimately probably will hurt you financially if you do yeah. that, but which is why you shouldn't do it, right? Yeah, because I don't want to be hurt financially. <laughs> Phil, I don't think I don't think any of us needs to worry about that. I don't think any of us signed like prenuptial agreements before we got married. Our wife no, because steal our, because our what riches. Hap- well, California is a community property state. I don't know what that means. It means if you don't like have a communist, prenup, everything's fifty fifty. If you get divorced. Yeah, that's how it is. That's how it is. California too, is so like, liberal that everything gets divided up by everyone. I know. <laughs> yeah, the whole California state. is. It's also community property in the sense that like the government owns everyone's property and then you know divvies it out how they see fit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got into this. I got into this argument on Twitter because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. I don't either. Because uh, I'm so close-minded. So, guys, what do you guys think about guitars, though? I like them. Do you remember that time that kid almost cut his hand off in our group? We talked yeah. about that last week. I know, but I feel like we need to talk about it again because it was so disturbing. You guys remember that time that there's this company that sponsored us and gave us <laughs> money every week to talk about their cables? <laughs> cords. So remember the talk time about their that I cords? spilled the cup of apple juice in the hall? Remember Please you tell wanted mom to... this is not her fault. <laughs> This is a very. This has been a very musical recording session. <laughs> I know, we're feeling it. I'm feeling uh, it. <laughs> Phil, Phil, remember how bad you wanted I'm to talk about it. the fire festival? Oh yeah, yes. Fire festival. And now it's too late because now it's way far off. I wanted to talk about <laughs> yeah. last episode. Like people. People only care about stuff for like 30 seconds, you know. I hope, I really hope that they do, that that they pull it together and do another one next year. I hope because, so too, because. Because rich people, I hope they do. Rich people need their own Coachella. Rich people, rich people have Coachella. I know, it's but they need Coachella. their own. I know, they but they own. need their own that only that poor people won't go to. That's the point right. of they the They need uh, one that's not, that's not like near, <laughs> near poor people. 
Too many poor people live in actual Coachella. Although I'm sure that on that island there are like absolutely way poorer people than in is it Coachella a Valley. Island? I thought it was like an unpopulated island. Is it? I don't yeah, know. I think that was part of the issue. So they had like zero infrastructure of any kind. Because it was like owned by um, Pablo Escobar. Yeah, Escobar. <laughs> That's and they use that in their marketing. By, That's what's yeah. so awesome is that it's like that was previously <laughs> owned by Pablo Escobar. <laughs> that wasn't like a warning sign or something. <laughs> no, it was a selling point. Hey, oh my gosh, previously oh, owned people, man. Which Rich is people, you know, which is code for wink, wink. There might be drugs hidden here. <laughs> oh yeah, there's gonna be so many drugs. Coachella doesn't even take place in. There's Coachella. gonna be so much dope. Coachella takes place in um, Indio. Indio, yeah. Which the, my it is the it is the Coachella Valley, I suppose. My, yeah, it's the Coachella I don't Valley. Even know where that is? Is that in California? It's near Palms. It's like near Palm Springs. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like east, like over the mountains, east of LA or whatever. Yes, yeah. correct. It okay. literally is desert, and um, uh, my, my I did some work in Palm Desert. It's near. So then you were too. very close Which to is right there, by Palm Springs. Yeah, it is. My my dad and my stepmom used to live there, and uh, they said that that I think it's that that county, or it might be specifically that town, is um in w- one of the like the widest gaps in uh like mm. probably uh, the county in wealth from super wealthy to super poor. It the, there's yeah. like legit yeah, totally. really really poor. And then also like the whole, you know, Palm Springs, like crazy, crazy, wealthy, retired yeah. people. No, um, there's like there's like country clubs with and then like people living like behind them with like basically like open sewage. Right. It's crazy. And that's, and that's where Coachella is. Yeah. And, and so that's once like the, perfectly defines it because it's like the I hate Coachella, <laughs> yeah. but it's like the stupid. It's like the most like consumer driven like white america thing like that just totally ignores the reality of like the world around it which is kind of what the fire festival was the fire fest was like that but like a like destination wedding version of that like it it ignores <laughs> the fact that it's all these like all these caribbean islands are like yeah yeah have like destitute poverty and everything and yeah it's so stupid <laughs> uh yeah and it. and my dad said that like the area like it's this love hate thing because Anybody with a lo- local business like makes a buttload of money in that two week period or whatever it is. Oh yeah, right? I bet. but they also completely hate it because these, you know, because it's just the worst people on the planet. Right, right. People most mostly in their twenties coming and just kind of like just throwing their trash everywhere and and just acting like you know morons. Um, but. Uh, but he said it's it's definitely the kind of thing that like I said, well, do you think it's um, the kind of thing that they would ever shut down? He's like, absolutely not. They the 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 community collectively makes way, way too much money that, you know, that there's no way that that the town or the county would ever say, listen, we don't want to do this anymore. Maybe, you know, the organization might say we're we want to do something different or the people might stop oh, yeah. showing up. But the the community would never say, "Hey, we want to stop, stop doing this here. thing that 
that makes so much money. Yeah. That's crazy. And also, you know, they sell so many Indian headdresses for for white girls. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it, it makes it's sense because it's in Indio. Yeah, and that sounds like Indian. <laughs> Indio being which the is a Spanish, word that Spanish word for Indian. Which is a yeah, a, a word that doesn't make sense to call uh First Nations in North America, which is also a word that a white guy gave this place. <laughs> well, he was Italian. <laughs> I'm hoping you I didn't hear what you said, so uh, I'm glad Amerigo you, uh, Vespucci. Uh, so me. Vespucci. Yeah, he's Italian, so his America the Spucci. <laughs> no. No. America Amerigo Vespucci. Episode title. Ugh. Ugh. Episode title. Vespucci. Amerigo the Spucci. Amerigo round. <laughs> America round, yeah. Oh, I, had a, I, I knew what I wanted to, to talk to you about. What sinusoid? Was it? No, so if you, here's my question for you. Okay. Yes, yeah, Sinusoid, thank you for sponsoring our show. We love you. We do. Everyone else, go buy some Sinusoid. And Anthony and Kevin both really appreciated my Nacho Libre impression, and so I appreciate that. Mm. Yes. And Anthony and Kevin, thank you. For being alive secondly <laughs> so here's what happened recently and it's been a while now so people know about it but it's been a while so like um one of the big things in the at least like in the <laughs> the gear geek world is like gear supply companies started making pedals right they did um and we can talk about that, I guess, if you want, but I'm less interested in that than I am in talking about this. They're not a sponsor, so in fact, cut their name out. So someone, company, someone, someone who yes. sells well, no, we're not strings. Gonna, we're not going to speak highly of them, so it's probably okay. Cut out the name, <laughs> just like you cut out the middleman. Um, <laughs> um, no. oh. um, so, so whatever. I'm like, I'm there not goes super, our future. I'm not there goes our future gear supply sponsorship. Well, I mean, here's my here's my issue with it is that it's like a boring thing because they put out a light drive and a medium drive and a compressor and the harmonic tremolo, I guess, is kind of interesting. I haven't really heard it, but like that's an interesting is that concept. like a vibrato. Yeah. OK. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so here's what I was going to ask, because there's so many overdrives. Right. And there's so many like yeah. basic pedals. If you were going to start a pedal company, if like if you were forced to do that, like you lost all your jobs your money and someone said <laughs> we're gonna kill your whole family if you don't start a pedal company <laughs> what and it I'd has be like, to be good. and they said it has to be successful <laughs> if it's not successful we will castrate you publicly oh. dang right in your craw we'll stick this right in your craw <laughs> um, yeah so what what kind of pedal do you think would be the best or coolest first pedal to release that's all that is to ask that question. A tube screamer clone. No. <laughs> You're dead to me. So here's the thing though. Like fuzz Good fuzz pedals fuzz pedals are so much easier to make than every other kind of pedal. But if you don't do something like the reason the Pelotar hey, and the Pelotar is like legitimately <laughs> it's hey, legitimately Falcon. popular and has a huge following now. 
Um, did you see? So Reaper did that thing where they asked people what's their favorite pedal from other builders, and Brian Wampler said the Pelotar. Yeah, dude, which is pretty cool, which is awesome. And Mike and, Fuller said, but it's because Mike it, Fuller he, said I've never had played really... another pedal from another company in the last twenty five years. Dude, <laughs> what a douchebag! That was the <laughs> full tone. If you're listening, please yeah, don't sponsor us. We don't want your sponsorship. <laughs> no, go ahead, sponsor us. I mean, I don't care, sponsor, but, like, but we're still going to talk crap. You suck. But that's why a no lot offense. of people their first pedal. Hey. hey, no offense, but uh, hey, you're a Aaron's Aaron. Aaron's Aaron. You guys, what can I say? Aaron's Mike's, Aaron. Mike is Mike. You know. <laughs> Sorry, Cole. Who he is? No, it's fine. <laughs> I was. I'm trying to remember what. Miguel I was es Miguel. Fuzz pedals are easy to make, so that's the easy hey, answer. Leon. But I don't. But it's. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's just like a generic fuzz pedal, then obviously it's not like that. Market is way too crowded well yeah but see i think i would want to do no don't imagine your own like imagine you have skills to make any effect that you could think of yeah yeah no 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 okay first this has to be said because we're we're kind of talking crap about i mean we are talking crap but uh what you hear all the time is this is our take on the tube screamer right that's what you hear so it's like, Say that again. What did you start off by saying? This is our take on a tube screamer. Like that's what everyone. This is our take on a tube that. screamer. That's what everyone says. That that's what everybody okay. says. So that that it every builder they say this is our take on the tube screamer. This is our take on the yeah big muff, right? Or what like they mean my this is my version of the Keeley modded <laughs> tube screamer, <laughs> right? And what they mean exactly. by that is. What they literally mean is that they started with that circuit and just modded it, and then did something. Yeah, they un- tweaked it to change it enough that it that it actually does sound different. I mean, hopefully it sounds different, but they added yeah. things, they took away things, and I don't feel like that is. I think it's funny that that's the language that that they all use. Um. And that you never hear anybody say, um, hey, I, I guess, it, you know, nobody says this is a totally different pedal. Um, I, I created a new pedal, right? Or some people do, but it's not as many as you would think. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> so then to say, here's a light drive, <laughs> it's just kind of like, oh, OK, you're not even you're not even pretending to play the game anymore. <laughs> you know what oh, I'm saying? Are you like, talking specifically about the gear supply pedals? Then I was not going to say that, but I you oh, literally yes. did because it's called the light drive. It's called the light drive. I know, but they're 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 naming it. That's my point is that they're naming it after like like it's just a a, a label, a generic label that yeah, yeah that people use to oh yeah. Like people say, oh, I need a light drive. Well, here you go. This right. one is literally called light drive. Yeah, like they'll like people will say like this is our take on a tube screamer, but then they call it like the green monster or something. Yeah, you know, right. like, yes, exactly. They, do, they come up with like a clever name for it or something like that. But in, but with the gear supply ones, they're just like, oh, this is you know, the light drive, <clears throat> which it's is kind drive. of clever in its own way. Like if you just name everything like by what it is. That's kind of clever. Well, and again, that's one of the things that is has like 
made the Pelotar popular is because they did that, but in a joking way in the opposite end where they made it look like yeah, a clon cologne. And it's not, and it's not a clon. It's not a clon cologne at all. You know, it's a clon yeah, together. Hi, clon cologne. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Hi, clon cologne. Well, yeah. and I just don't get like what, like if you come to the market, I just don't see. There's nothing Here's what that I see sets happening. these pedals apart from any other. Like, why would I buy them over a Joyo pedal? Here's what's happening is that people, this is what I see at least. People like Gear Supply because mm-hmm. they have like this, they have like an ethos that people like and they like the people and they're like very personable and like brand. customer service is good. And they like the brand because it's like communal in a, in a way. And so people mm-hmm. like Gear Supply so much that they're funding them to make pedals. But it's like, I can't imagine anybody who doesn't already like gear supply like wanting those pedals yeah like there's no but that's not enough like, of, no of a reason to. for them to not do it like no, honestly i wouldn't it's say like, not do it no it's not a bad i'm not saying it's a bad business move i'm just saying it doesn't appeal to me yeah it's like the only people who want that are the people who are for the most part i'm sure there's exceptions but that are already in the club and that's probably more true at, at the Kickstarter level than it will be, like, if they're actually in production. But that could be said of a lot of, you know, like, any promotion where, like, you know, like, yeah, they totally. made the, the Tone Mob Fuzz is a good pedal, and I like it a lot. But, like, a lot of people who are buying that... Hey, Blake. Um, <laughs> a lot of people who are buying that are buying it because they are... Because right. they appreciate that name and, right. and the community and you know everything that goes along with it which is part of why you do it like you have you build this community and blake has this huge community around tone mob like, yeah he has like nine like nine to, nine fans i think nine or ten yeah like a lot of most of his fans have come from us talking about he has nearly our nearly podcast, a dozen obviously. listeners i think <laughs> i'm just kidding but, but yeah. it's like a cool way it's not and no, it's not it even is. like trying to like blindly capitalize on on people's loyalty or whatever but it's like no, yeah, it's I like, like the Tone Mob, and it's cool to have. It's like I want to have a pedal, like all else being equal. Like, yeah, it'd be cool to have a pedal that says Tone Mob on it instead of uh, Ibanez or you know whatever. Yeah, it's like branding right. something that people already want, and like it's just an extra totally. layer to it. It's not like you're selling them like I don't know something stupid that they don't. But want. like the gear supply thing, right? It's like we know it, we know that people like stickers, so let's put why our not? logo on it. We'll put our logo. This is our take on stickers, you guys. And yeah, so we put our, our logo on the it. Classic, the classic logo sticker. The classic sticker. Guys, we made sticker clones. We made, uh, yeah. And patches. Uh, patches. We made, no, we made we merit made, badge clones. Merit badge clones. Oh. We have not talked about speaking being of clones, an Eagle Scout. What do you guys think? We should call what? them demerit badges. Guys, oh, speaking of clones, what do you guys genius. call marijuana? <laughs> I call it. Mediclona. Cole, so, Cole, what the problem? What like, merit badge fitting. would you Here's get the other for thing about growing the pot? Mob is that they hooked up with Probably an already established pedal maker. In was it Solid Gold? Yeah. Hmm? Yes. So yeah, yeah, Solid yeah. Gold. You're talking about the Tone the Mob. The Tone Mob fuzz pedal is like they they basically commissioned it from an established builder. Exactly. So yes. it's just like a partnership. 
which is different than like launching a line. Like Blake didn't launch a line of pedals. Yeah, like it makes sense. He partnered with someone who does something that he that wasn't his specialty per se. I don't think. Yeah. And and they both bring their name to the table or whatever. But then I've also so you're heard here's that, one, like people respect I think the dude that's building theirs. Like he's known, I guess, like in amongst people for building Yeah, exactly. Pedals. Like there's so there's you guys plenty are saying of people that Blake solid gold who don't know Tone Mob, you know. Yeah. So you're saying true, that Blake true. did not Blake did not eliminate the middleman? Is that what you're saying? He added another middleman. He added he created himself as the middleman. It sounds like what you're <laughs> yeah, saying. He he made a yeah. new middleman. <laughs> Which is actually just savvy, savvy business. If that's if you're gonna like be successful, Sabbath. At that. It's Sabbath business too. Yeah. Sabbath business. Savvy. Which you shouldn't do business on the Sabbath, by the two, way, guys. Two middlemen. Just so you know. But the thing that's the thing that's They're kind like of fitting, or I've I've made it clear in the past about my thoughts on gear supply, maybe, and I can't remember how blunt I've been on the podcast <laughs> versus versus uh, in other areas, but. Gear supply seems kind of silly to me in a lot of ways, and and I think the fact that they're coming out with all these very generic pedals kind of fits. Am I being too harsh? Like you are. They, they offer they offer like the most. They offer like basically what they do is you can subscribe to get these very generic guitar strings that I don't yeah. know if they're better than like Ernie Ball Slinkies or something like that, but they come in a little box with little confetti, so people like them, you know. They don't. Um, their first box does, right? Oh, maybe the first box does. The first one does. The first one does, and yeah, then and that's how they that's how they hook you. Just like a dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does do you guys get your dope with confetti? Does your the dope first time I confetti? do? Yeah, it comes oh, okay. in a box. <laughs> it's well, those I, are just stems. Those are just stems, Phil. That's see, I, confetti. What I did was I went on Google, I went on the Google, and I looked up marijuana supplier, and I found yeah. a marijuana of the month club. I went on Metacrawler. And then, uh, and so now I get, the first the first package I got from, from marijuana of the month club was, uh, was there's a lot of, a lot of pieces to it. It was, ve- I felt very cared for, I felt, I felt appreciated. There was a handwritten, a handwritten note. note. Yeah. I got um, some artisanal uh, Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> I got all kinds of paraphernalia. Came just came free. They said, "Hey, Par- we thought you might like this. Tell your friends." And then it's like the, the next month for men. It was yeah, the, the next, next month one is like just it, it was just shoved in a paper bag. It's, it's like a Ziploc bag a with weed in it and a and a label on Not it. It was actually Ziploc. a it's it was like, a Walmart bag. It was a Walmart yeah, like a bag. Sandwich. Like those fold over sandwich bags. Yeah, the sandwich <laughs> bags that don't actually seal. <laughs> it was a Walmart grocery with a bag. Sticker stuck on it. <laughs> just twisted. That just was tied into a knot. Like it yeah. was a Walmart bag that they tied the handles together. They the just tied it. Yes, that was the first couple months, and then after that, it switched to a Dollar Tree bag. <laughs> and now oh you just pile it in your front yard. So. <laughs> yeah. It's just laying in the in the driveway, unwrapped. Yeah. <laughs> like I halfway unwrapped, like a newspaper or a uh, yellow pages. Yeah, and like ah oh, crap, it rained today, so all my weeds <laughs> ruined now. So I'm gonna have to put it in the windowsill for a couple yeah, days I wish and let it double back. <laughs> Man, uh, weed of the month I, club. I know I'm being I know I'm being harsh on gear supply, but it part of it comes from listening to podcasts for so long, and you hear. There's now subscription services for everything you can imagine. 
and some of them seem like they just offer no value for what you're <laughs> charging, you know? Yeah. Like I can just go on Amazon and subscribe to guitar strings. They and they're what they cheap. offer you is the convenience of forgetting about it. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is I can go on Amazon and subscribe which, to Ernie Ball strings and get a new pack every month, which is well, not necessarily a. I don't change my strings that often, so Nor I would always I. end up like skipping months, like two or three at a time, and it was just a pain to have to skip it every month. So mm-hmm. I would rather buy like a three pack, like you said on Amazon, and then just keep them in a drawer. And when I have one pack left, yeah. like order some Aaron, more. those strings go bad, Aaron. They're they don't you not, li- not Dario's because no. they're in plastic. Yeah, they're no plastic. Aaron. Aaron, those strings go bad. You live in a in a hostile environment, and those those strings get decroded. That is true. <laughs> but and as long as I use them within ninety days, they'll be fine. I well, was then, reminding. <laughs> that's business 101, Phil. Uh, shout out. 90 days. Shout yes. out to doing your doing the diligence. <laughs> now, what you could do is you could buy a, a three-pack and slap on one of those sets. Uh-huh. And then you become your own middleman and you sell those other two sets to, myself? to someone else. Oh, I you and you to become just charge no. myself a premium. <laughs> no, don't do that. That's like I have friends. I have friends that drop ship. Like they'll buy huge, like crates of stuff from China or whatever, and then resell it on Amazon or on eBay. Yeah, and they make good. They they can make good money doing it. My one friend did it with those silicone wedding rings. And really, the the first year he did it, he made like thirty grand. <laughs> what? Yeah, like you buy these silicone rings from China in bulk for like, you know, two cents a piece or something and then sell them for five or ten dollars. With confetti. With confetti. Yeah, exactly. All right. See, that's part of it that bothers. So speaking of strings, Aaron, have you put your GT strings on your Jazzmaster yet? I have. What do you think about them? I like them a lot. You said you were going to do a video of like. I know I haven't day yet. one and day um, do well, it. I'm, I probably will. I haven't played it much to be honest. Cause I've been playing my telly a lot. Um, and I put the new pickups in my M two. So I've been playing that a lot and I knew, I know I'm supposed to make the video. So I've been kind of like leaving it unplayed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that I don't play them too much. Um, I, the th- I think I'd mentioned this before, but the thing that I really like about them so far is like, not only do they sound good, like they sound like good strings, which strings is like, I don't know. I've never, I have never had like bad strings really. Like they're just different, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. like I have strings of, that die. I have strings I mean. that die quickly though. Yeah, but like when they're fresh, it's like strings. But on are day kind one, of yeah, they just yeah. sound like strings. Yeah. So these feel, they're like a little bit more mellow than like um, the Dario XLs when you first put them on. Um, so they have like this cool mellow feel, but they're just super well balanced, which is the thing that I think. And that's, I mean, that's the attention to detail, I guess, but. Because each set that he makes is like intentionally well balanced, but yeah, yeah. But they're cool and they look rad. I like the string wrap that I have on mine. And that's that's part of what like he like we're talking about Gabriel Tenorio. Like those are handmade strings that he makes in his shop in in California. Yeah. Like, and he's using his expertise and his knowledge and his experience in and East everything. Los. But it's like. These other, you know, like the Dollar Shave Club or whatever, they're just buying razors from the same. It's not like, right? 
like they're not and same with gear supply gear supply is not making their strings you right know? right they're okay but see here's well, that's why them. that's the funny thing about them saying like their pedals are cheap which they're not that cheap first of all but they say yeah because, they're 150 bucks like that's not yeah, they cheap. say it's because they cut out pedal. the middleman but it's like you are the middleman yeah like they're very literally the middleman someone's making them someone's buying them and you are in the middle facilitating yeah, so you're buying them from someone and then selling them for a markup and you're making here, money yeah. off here are the two things that that like the on online uh the you know industry quote unquote industry disruptors are always marketing okay it's it's one of two things so with uh not not dollar shave club what's the other one harry's harry's, harry's razors yeah. every oh. <laughs> every ad you hear what do you hear they bought a factory. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're. I mean, they never say we we cut out the middleman, but that is what they're saying when they say we bought a factory. Right. Right. So there's that, and then and then they're and then this they're selling directly to you. Um, yeah. Then the other one is um, uh, the fact that oh, the fact that they are not a brick and mortar store. Right. Oh, so like, here's what I just thought of. What's Sorry. the like movement watches? Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, it's so cheap because we cut yeah. out the middleman or everything. And it's like, even like insurance. It's like, no, we didn't. We didn't cut out the. They they cut out one of the middlemen. Right. Right. Which is the store. <laughs> right. But they didn't cut out like they're not building those dudes that are like we want expensive watches. Well, they're not building yeah. expensive watches. They're just. They're just buying expensive watches and not selling them to a store. They're just selling them to you directly. So they cut out one of the middlemen, not all of the middlemen. So maybe that's the gear supply argument, although I think that should be more clear. They say we cut out the middleman, but most pedal builders, like boutique builders, you can buy directly from the builder. (laughs) Like there's literally no middleman. And you're right. The price thing, it's like those two together are like what kind of makes it a bummer. Like if you... If it if if they were like eighty dollars a piece, I'd be like, whoa, that's that's cheaper than any other. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. So I had the it. CMAT mods um, Signa Drive, which is like pretty boutique boutique because this guy builds them himself and sells them, and it was one thirty five okay. new, like that's the new price, and that's a really cool pedal, with mm-hmm. like clipping options. I mean, it's like a drive, but it sounds good. So that's how like many a knobs pedal has three knobs and a s- toggle switch, a three way toggle. Dude. And, and then one foot switch. Everything good. One everything foot good switch, has three knobs. Um, one input jack. Well, two input jacks, one for <laughs> signal and one for power. Yeah. And then one output jack. Okay. So wait, Cole, Four do the math for me on the bottom. Which, how many female jacks does it have then? Mm, three. three. Although I don't really know. Technically two. Can, the, can, the we, nine, can that be the can that well, be the, the, nine the episode one, title? Three female two. jacks. Because <laughs> the nine the nine volt jack is actually a recessed male. <laughs> a recessed wait, male. Wait. Did you say repressed it's a, or recessed? It's a recessed, recessed male jack. So it's oh, sort okay. of like a belly button, right? It's like you know, some people you're like you're looking at. It, it's like, well, you're not really an itty, and you're not an outy. It's sort of like you're kind of like it's like it goes inny and then it goes outy in the middle. They That's both, what you're talking like, about? They both go into each other. <laughs> that, isn't that such <laughs> a talk- weird thing? Like, why do we say male and female jacks? Like, you're saying this is a vagina jack, this is a penis jack. Yeah. It is a very weird, and it's like very, 
And they even like you know why? Because everyone knows what they mean when they say that. <laughs> no, I that's know, why. But it still is weird. It is weird, but it's like the it's thing a that's... it's a common reference. Like everybody goes, "I yeah. gotcha!" Like gotcha. I- immediately, you're like, "What?" No, like the nobody's thing like, that "I don't get." Wait, ex- is on. Explain that to me. <laughs> there are some connectors where it's not immediately obvious, like an XLR. Yeah, that's true. Because it's like okay, you have the three pins that are going. Well, that's in, like the nine volt then, thing too. It's like the, with the send the barrel. Like which one's the yeah, male? Yeah, like which, one's which female. is female? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, and maybe it's that's like a lesson freaky. for all of us. <laughs> it is a lesson. It, it is a lesson. Is that that most of the time with electronics, we want to we want to just binary. Like you know, it's it's either it's a one or it's a zero. But it's like actually, you know what? There is a lot of <laughs> it's non-binary. <laughs> it's a lot of uh, one z zero easy. It's funny because it's binary code. Right. Oh man. How long before we don't use binary anymore in computer like in computer programming? I don't you know, know cuz I don't know barely know what it is. Oh. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Cole, do the math for us. 135 divided Dollars. by three knobs and one switch and one foot switch, so that's 5. 30 135 divided by 5 is uh 27. 27. Okay. I think we should start referring to pedals as their um, their reduced number. The dollar to <laughs> knobs and switches. And so twenty seven. No, because you got no, to. No, no, none of that. You, you have to count the components inside. You have to. No, no, you don't. You have to. No, because the ones that the ones that I interact with are it on the matter. It doesn't matter what you interact with. You have to, you interact with all of them indirectly. Yeah, but directly, what I what I stick my fingers on or my feet, that's the uh-huh. ones that I I'm counting. So yeah, you can't do that. How many knobs and switches are on top of your Mobius? I want yes. I want to refer to. I want to reduce pedals to their, uh, the price per. Per uh, per feature, I think is what you would say. Price per feature. I guess it's per feature. There's probably a better word, but we'll go with feature. Yeah, price per feature. Because otherwise, so, any other word that you use it would include like the internal elements too. Okay. And you don't want that. Those are kind of features, but yeah. Okay, I see what you're no, saying. Those are like so components. What are, so what are the, so what's a what's a pedal that has one foot switch and one knob? Um, like the contraband fuzz, but it also has a toggle. Phase, phase ninety. Phase, phase 90. ninety. Good. Yeah. Okay. Phase ninety. How much does a phase ninety cost? Uh, like a hundred bucks or something. Okay, so that's fifty the, bucks. EQD EQD Earthquaker device tentacle has no knob. It's just a foot switch. No, it has a knob. No, it doesn't. It has one knob. So is that a female? Is that a female pedal? Then? The tentacle one doesn't. It just has a foot switch. Really. Yeah, because it's just. And how an much octave. is that one? Was it like one fifty? No, probably. Cheap. No, I think it's cheaper. I think it's like ninety five. Uh, it's one twenty five. Really? One twenty five. Okay. Okay. So that's that's an expensive pedal, in my in yeah. my uh, paradigm here. It is cause it because only it's, has a cause it's because it's one twenty five. Yeah. Because it's just the one foot switch. So. Well, I mean, but, it does have input, output, and power jacks. I don't think we should count those. It also has an LED. 
Are we counting that? Yeah, I don't think we should count that either. Okay, so, so it's so one. So, Cole, how many knobs and foot switches and toggles are there on your Mobius? Oh, three knobs. One three. rotary. Uh, no, there's three foot switches. That's what I meant, not knobs, foot switches. Six. So uh, there's okay. like the rotary selector and then six knobs, so seven knobs total and three foot so switches. So ten. Any toggles? Ten. No. Okay. Uh, there might be... There might be like on the back to switch between like stereo and like pre and post effects or something. Okay, like that. we're gonna so count it's that. Ten and it's four hundred and fifty bucks. It's only forty five. Dude, see that's a good price. That's a cheap pedal. See? That's value. a really good price. Strymon, value. <laughs> yeah. Strymon means value. Yeah. Well, what about the out, uh, Palisades? Out. I don't know. It has a bunch. But no, it doesn't have that many. Um the thing that I have now, what do you call it? The super mod? Ten knobs, yeah. Mod, Ooh. Ten knobs mod and three foot it's switches. Called? It's a super mod workstation. And you said they're two twenty new or something? And no, I bought mine for two twenty. They're three hundred dollars. Okay, three hundred divided by divided 13. by thirteen. Cole. <laughs> Cole. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, you do. I'm paying attention. No, three three hundred divided by thirteen. <laughs> I'm just gonna open my calculator and do it. <laughs> Okay, 23. 23. That's that is a really good price. What about Oh, your snake what's is it but called I the bought snake it bite? Used, so I got it for even less. I got it for like $11. Right. How it, about what? my jazz bass? I got my jazz bass. It has three knobs and four <laughs> strings and four tuners. And four for tuners, four so that's tuners. seven and I got it. What? I got what? it for 100 bucks and the case has four clasps on it. Ooh, yeah. Bases, bases are like bigger than guitars. Did you guys know yeah. that? Yeah, it's obnoxious. They're like, he- and like the case is heavy. So Even wait, small so bases are bigger than guitars. What's that? Yeah. It, what's that what's pedal called? That? Is it a snake? The snake bite or the venom? Venom thing that you guys bought? You both bought oh, the them? venom thing. You both bought one. Oh, the the bone bone crusher. The bone shaker. Oh. Bone crusher. Shaker. Why did I think it was snake bite? Okay. I so bone crusher. Bone shaker. <laughs> so shaker. So how many knobs? Bone shaker. I don't want to alarm you, but my bones are shaking. So one foot switch. One foot switch. And it's not even six knobs, it's more than that, right? Because some of them are double knobs. Nine knobs. Nine knobs. Holy crap. Nine and then that's plus 10. the foot switch, that's ten. That's a, that's a four dollar pedal. Oh my gosh! See, that's that is a deal right there. <laughs> that is a freaking deal. Smoking deal. Legitimately... <laughs> well, that's a a, 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 a smoking deal. <laughs> I, I like that raise of the inflection. Like ways to vary. It's always the same voice. <laughs> Not very versatile. So I'm legitimately going to put that bone shaker on my base, on a board smoking for my base. deal. <laughs> now that's a smoking deal. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> the store's on fire and these deals are smoking. Uh, I, was just, I was just watching the episode of uh, Parks and Rec where he goes... Uh, remember Nick Kroll plays the douche? Yeah. Yeah. And he, go, Ira, he goes Ira on and the, the radio douche. show. Oh. Ira and the douche. 
all the drops that they have are so <laughs> terrible. Ugh. Well, it's every it's every morning radio show though. Yeah, exactly. But there's the one where it's like, oh, what are they? They're saying something about like she's the ice queen, and but then she let some big fart, and the the drop is like, ooh, it's so cold and so stinky, and she's like, how did you have that ready? <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, dude the dude doing the drop is like he looks like this computer programmer he's just sitting yeah, in the yeah. corner just totally buttons. like stone faced yeah <laughs> oh it's so funny <laughs> I love that show that's one of those shows that is as good like it's super popular but it's because it's really good <laughs> and it's funny going back and watching it after you've listened to all these comedy bang bang because I hadn't watched it in a long time and then you realize, like, all of the cameos are from people who are, like, big in the improv and, like, stuff. Oh, yeah, scene. for sure. Yeah. What what I think is, is really funny is, so so The Office came out, uh, the British office, and then the, they're, they're like, we're making an American office. And people were like, oh, that's horrible, and you're, yeah. you're stupid for trying to capitalize on that. And then it was it became a legitimately good show on its own. It's clear if you watch if you've watched both the first episode of the American one is trying very hard to mimic uh, the British yeah, one. It's like a line. It's like a line for line remake, right? But just and then, Americanized, you know. And then once once the they got their own footing, it it became like a truly great show on its own, and and then with the success of that. They they said, hey, we're gonna do a show about, uh, you know, a local city, and they're, you know, it's gonna be just like The Office, but it's gonna be part called Parks and Rec, and and people were really not on board with the yeah, the concept first. of like kind of a a ripoff of a ripoff sort of a thing, and that but that show became very quickly became super super great. Um, and same with 30 Rock. I mean, 30 Rock was the same, you know, it was like no laugh track, single camera, you know. It's like in that same vein as The Office. And I don't know how 30 Rock was received at first, but it's a legitimately great show too. Well, th- yeah, and I think that was because it, the idea when was... When I say 30 Rock, I mean Third Rock from the Sun because that's a legitimately <laughs> great show because it's French Stewart. I I think... Is Aaron, is Aaron gone? I died. <laughs> is he just... Aaron... Am I not being funny enough? <laughs> 30, 30 Rock, because it was... I it couldn't was, uh, breathe for a while. From I all the laughter? Started, I was choking from all the smoking deals. <laughs> <laughs> See, Oh, me so smoky. <laughs> <laughs> that was Cole with the culturally inappropriate accent. <laughs> so. Now it's time to be culturally insensitive. <laughs> It's a part so of the, the show where Cole gets racist. <laughs> Thirty Rock was before it came out. People were talking. Oh, Tina Fey, she left SNL, and now she's doing a show that's sort of about. Uh huh. You know, it's about SNL. The I, what I think is really funny is what was the other one that was serious? Uh, oh, Studio Don- Sixty on the Sunset Strip. That one. They both came out the same same season, and they were both that, about SNL. That's the one that should have succeeded, probably. Like, if you and, look at but it on paper, because pe- it's like Matthew Perry and 
um, Aaron Sorkin. And West Wing guy, the other oh, redheaded West Wing guy. I've never even heard of that. Aaron Are Sorkin you serious? Is the West Wing guy. No, the, but one of the Steel actors. 16. It oh. was Matthew Perry and the other dude. Oh, yeah, dude. yeah. It was uh, the dude uh, who plays Josh Lyman. He's the he guy also who plays uh, Bradley. He's Bradley, the guy who's on Billy on Billy Madison, isn't he? Brad Whitford, Bradley Whitford. Yeah, he is on Billy Madison. He's the and he's also dude. he's also yeah. the. Did you see that guy's balls? <laughs> yeah, they were weird looking. <laughs> he's all, he's like also the. Line. This is the this is probably the deepest cut. He's also the uh, the evil jock in uh, Revenge of the Nerds Two: Nerds uh, in Paradise. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> correct. He's a legitimately good actor, though. I like him. Yeah, yeah. And my favorite line in Revenge of the Nerds 2, mm-hmm. Nerds in Paradise, probably the only thing worth uh, anything about it, is he goes, I don't like to use the word party as a verb, but you nerds sure can party. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't. That's good. That's you so should not stupid. use party as a verb. Huh? You shouldn't use party that's as a verb. That's such a weird. That, it's that's a his point. Verb. It is a dumb yeah. verb. Oh, that's great. I love me. yeah, the, but it's like that appeals to the comedic side of me <laughs> and the pedantic side of me. Yeah. I think the most I, I made like the most authentic comment about myself that I've ever made the other day when I was I was correcting uh Scott Hamilton. He's an acoustical consultant too. And he said he he said I'm an acoustics consultant and I corrected uh. him because it's acoustical. And someone like butted in and was like, man, you just want to argue about anything. And I was like, no, we're both, we know each other and we're both acoustical consultants. And then I was like, I'm an acoustical consultant by trade, but my true passion is pedantry. (laughs) 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 Which, yeah. I'm going to cut that out. Why? Cut that out. Guys, do you remember that Mitch Hedberg joke where he's talking about like how (laughs) he's like, hey, I'm a drug addict, but I also used to be. That's how it goes, right? Is that how it goes? That, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's is, that's really funny. Did he ever really say that, or is it funny because you're not repeating his joke? You just said your own joke. No, that's that's like one of his. That's like the one joke of his that's easy to quote because all it is is I used to be a drug addict. I still am, but I used to be too. Oh yeah, <laughs> or an alcoholic maybe. <clears throat> That's like um, this stupid so this joke in that movie. Uh, while you were sleeping, <laughs> you remember that movie? Sandra Bullock, Bill Pullman. Yeah, I, and the I, one guy. I remember being aware of it. Yeah, what's his name? And the Peter guy Gallagher. who's the guy Peter who's Gallagher. the guy who's more beautiful than any other woman. Peter Gallagher. Oliver Platt. Yeah, isn't he like super? He's got like he's a dude with the eyebrows. Like, oh, the dad I just from OC. Him being like very yeah, the dad from OC. I just remember him being like very like, like I would describe him as beautiful. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I think I think I'm that's gonna, the I'm most. I think that. that's the I'm most gonna... revealing statement you've ever said about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cut that part out too. Now, now, Cole, just anyway, say I wish so, he was. So grandma, I wish he were my partner. They offer the grandma some. <laughs> they offer her some rum. She says, "I don't drink anymore. I don't drink any less either." <laughs> that's like the most dad joke ever. <laughs> no, that's the guy I was thinking of. The guy who gets the guy who's like knocked yeah, out. Peter or Gallagher. Yeah, maybe I'm not. I just looked up a picture of him and I. He's got eyebrows sort of for like days. Uh, 
Maybe that's what it is. He Cole, just has very striking features. You just like features. eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're, I've got you're an eyebrow eyebrows thing. guy. I get it's fine. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Some people guy. are butt guys. I'm a brow. I'm a brow bra. <laughs> He's a brow guy. <laughs> brow bra. Please call the I'm episode a that. Bra too. Brow bra. Brow. I like. I, mean, I like brows is, and I like craws. He is a very striking fellow. I will say he has a. But that was like the whole look. point. That's like part of the thing is like. Yeah, that's why she, she like, has a crush on him because he's, like he's so good looking or whatever. Has he not aged well? Um, is that the thing, Cole? As far as I you, can tell, you like, he looks in in ninety two. No, like I looked up, I looked you, up like a screenshot of him from the movie. Like I'm pretty sure that's what this picture is. In two thousand twelve, he looked pretty good. In nineteen ninety two, Cole found him very attractive, 95, and now 95. not so much. Who's the main guy in that movie? Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Dead. Oh. I like him. That's Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton is dead. Oh, crap. You're right. <laughs> Wait, Pullman's still alive? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is Pull- Pullman is oh, still yeah, alive? I picked, yes. Because I posted the picture of Bill Pullman and said RIP. <laughs> Bill Pullman is still alive. Okay, he looks okay. crazy. I was proud of that. Hmm. Guys, can I just be honest? President as long as I'm Pullman. being honest about myself right now, uh-huh. yeah, I know that I'm not very funny. But sometimes when I make jokes, I'm really pleased with myself. That's because I you're not. Very I think funny. you're funny. <laughs> it's like you no, don't I, have a, I, I you don't have a good sense of humor. So when you say a bad joke, you think it's funny. Uh oh. Hey, yeah, maybe that's what <laughs> I'm it just is. kidding. But my, alert. But my Aaron, meme of Aaron, go troll somebody. Luke, I kid. I kid. My meme of Luke cutting his hand off and it says, "Oh my, that's unfortunate." Yeah, I was that pretty was proud. That's that. pretty good. I but was so I was legit. Spock was even better. Dude, that was like too deep of a, like it was so funny. But <laughs> the only downside was that it makes people feel stupid once they finally get it. Yeah, that's true. And you have there's no way you would get. Sometimes it those are the best you... kind of jokes. No, I don't know how Danny like did he. Did he do like I a don't Google know what image search? Yeah, I, I'm sure. Have. Yeah, you can do can, a search for images, and th- I'm yeah, sure like that's what he did. You can paste an image from your clipboard <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, that that was like, there's no way. Oh man, yeah, that was a good one. That was pretty dang good. I appreciated it, but it wasn't funny in the moment because I didn't get it at all. Yeah, got it. I barely got it myself. When you when you posted the picture. Uh-huh. I I was like I don't know who this is, and then I immediately thought, I know. at some point Aaron is going to explain to me who this is, and it will be funny. <laughs> but right now I have no idea, and I've got other I... stuff to do. <laughs> I felt like I recognized him, which I obviously didn't. But that's I was like racking my brain, like where have I seen? Is he like an old actor or something? And the yeah, first I thing even, I thought, I the first thing the right I thought track. is, is that Elron Hubbard? And then I was like, no, it's not, because I just watched. Uh, the uh, uh the Scientology documentary and I they kept showing pictures of him and this is not the guy. <laughs> That's not him. Wait, what the heck? If you type in what? L. Ron Hubbard into Google, here's the first four um recommendations or whatever. Predictions. Okay. L. Ron Hubbard books, L. Ron Hubbard quotes. I'm gonna skip the third one and come back to it. L. Ron Hubbard Way. The third one, L. Ron Hubbard Teeth. Why is that a thing? <laughs> It, I'm it, like, that one. I get L. Ron Hubbard writers of the future contest. Maybe it's a thing about Tom Cruise's teeth. Cause I was going to say a Scientologist. Yeah, or... that's what I was going to say. What if the, <laughs> if you type in 
Scientologist, and then space, and then the letter T. Oh my God! Does it? No. Does it guess Google teeth it. for you? Google Aaron, it. check your heart. <laughs> oh wait, did you say? Did you say? Oh my God! I said, Oh my Goth. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't know what I said, but because he's Goth. L. Ron Hubbard was Goth as a kid. L. Ron Hubbard is Goth <laughs> AF. Before it was cool. Oh, he like never shows his teeth. No, but there's oh, a picture of him from the documentary apparently, and his teeth are. Pretty Wait, did they? Ma- they might have mentioned corroded. that in the documentary. They're pretty corroded. Pretty decroded. <laughs> They're decroded. They're pretty decroded. Yeah. <laughs> I would uh, go so far as say Nacho Libre a popular movie necrotic. outside of Utah. Uh, I would say Nacho. Yes. Nacho Libre. And because P- yeah. P- it's super. Because it's the same. It's the same director as, as Napoleon Dynamite, so it was really right. popular here. I like would say guy, he served his mission in, in Oaxaca and that's why they have, that's why they like, he knew a bunch of people there and everything. I would say that Nacho Libre, Aaron and I, our opinion is skewed because there's a, there's kind of a, a P dubber contingent for some reason, like, uh, who, who like it too much or something. Yeah. There, for some reason it's because there's a lot of like stuff about him, like, being on a mission and God and <laughs> quoting the Bible. And so that like pa- youth pastors love to you freaking quote that movie. I don't know a movie. buttload of crap about the gospel, but I do. Exactly. I've literally seen that movie exactly. one time. Yeah. Yes. I could see it being like, that's the movie that youth pastors show at movie night or whatever. Or just like to reference, like to, or like use it in making, oh, you okay. know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like talking you know, about wearing your stretchy pants cause it's for fun or whatever. Right. Quoting in, because guys can when wear wanna... pants, but women cannot because it's immodest. Come on, ladies. Pull yourselves together. I was I remember being disappointed. So my back. You know what I call yoga pants? I, I call them bone shakers. <laughs> oh, callback. <laughs> oh, Ooh, my bone is shaking. Smoke deal. <laughs> Why did you say that? I I like uh It's like a combination callback. So I was such a huge uh, Jack Black fan. I had all the HBO Tenacious D episodes. Mm-hmm. And then, and so that was like my freshman year. I had those on my computer and I watched them all like a thousand times. And they're amazing, especially like the first, the first few. Yes. It's kind of like Fly to the Concords where they used all the good material and then kind of ran out towards the end. Um, Agreed. But, I mean. But he's legitimately good and high fidelity and he, and. And yeah, those Tenacious D HBO shows are freaking amazing. And then I went on my mission from 2002 to 2004. And for those of you that don't know, and maybe I've talked about this. Please just make sure like, you don't forget Air, Airborne. Carry on. He was, yeah, exactly. He was an Airborne, which is the movie where nobody, literally nobody ever goes Airborne in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> no, except at the when the very kid is on end. an airplane. <laughs> no, at the very oh, yeah, end. The one guy yeah, jumps over off, a car. So he there. jumps over a car. Yeah. <laughs> so... And then I went on my mission and came back and it was like this huge, like school of rock came out, which I like school of rock, but it's kind of like, but then there was like the hipster, uh, record store employee part of me that was like, Ugh, this isn't cool. Cause it appeals to a wider audience, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and you then, were Jack black criticizing Jack black. Exactly. I was kind of like, yeah, I, yeah. So it, it skewed me forever. And so then, then Nacho Libre comes out and it's like, okay, I love Jack Black and I love Jared Hess, who's the director, and and I was kind of disappointed at first, but it has grown on me significantly. 
Speaking of bone shakers, it has grown significantly. Bone shaker. Do you even think before you speak? Like, take a breath sometimes. No, I don't actually. That's my part of the. That's one symptom of ADHD. Thanks for bringing it up, Aaron. Wait, yeah. is that like a new type of high f- high definition? It's like yeah. eighty of them. <laughs> it's it's anti definition, high definition. Oh, I thought you said eighty, <laughs> like eight zero. Oh, HD. it's like it's like four K. There's ten eighty P. There's four K, and then there's eighty HD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's just eighty H's the and then one D. Yeah, and one D. <laughs> Guys, I'm getting real tired of all these carbon fiber guitars. It's been a real roller coaster today. (laughs) We've Uh, laughed, we've cried. Coming in, I was I was thinking my son was coming in here to be like father because my wife took my other son to swim lessons, (laughs) and I thought he was going to be like father. I miss you. I want to spend time with you. And he's like, he's like, dad, the TV won't work. Make it work. (laughs) Have you seen? You've seen Cable Guy, right? I need to watch. I need to watch Netflix. You've seen Cable Guy, and this is what you're creating. No, he's only he's only creating it for a few hours. <laughs> okay. Every two weeks. Dude, no, our kids. We have like zero rules when it comes to screen time, and it works great because, like, you know, like any kid when you're growing up who wasn't allowed to play video games, like they'd come to your house and play video games for five straight hours, and they would just like binge <laughs> on it or whatever, you know? Yeah. And our kids are like, they'll be watching TV, but then kids will come knock on the back door to go out and play, and they'll be like, okay, I'll go out and play. So our kids are well-adjusted, Aaron. Hey, hey, come out and play. Thanks for friendship. Hey, hey, do that special thing. Um, Is there anything else you guys actually wanted to talk about, though? Um, Oh, I did want to talk about those new pickups that I really like. Um, which that uh, I put in the telly, both of them, the M2 and the, well, I like those too. Yeah. So I, so here's the thing I was telling Colin Phil about this Colin Phil. Whenever I hear Colin Phil, I think it's like a, a drug for your colon colon to uh, fill your colon. Like, yeah. Or like cola. It's usually the opposite. Um, I, instead of like, it's like an anti, it's like an anti diarrhea <laughs> medicine. Yeah. Keep your colon full. Instead, of, keep your instead, colon. Full. Is your are you having a hard time is keeping your, your is colon, your colon full? empty? <laughs> fill that colon with colon fill. Um, no, that's also uh, a joint Facebook account. Oh, I was thinking yeah. it would be it would <laughs> be fun to like instead of buying pedals for a while, like just upgrade the pickups and all my guitars. So, um, I bought some GFS. And it happened quickly. Pickups <laughs> for. And then two weeks later, you had upgraded all the pickups and all your <laughs> well, two, two out of the four, yeah. Half of my guitars have. Um, oh, so with the M2, I got some GFS pickups. I got the Retrotron and the Dream 90, which I really like the Dream 90. Retrotron is just fine. It's like a pickup um, humbucker. But um, Sean Coburn lent me this 1965 silver foil pickup that I'm going to try to install in a humbucker ring into the neck of my M2 um, and put the Dream 90 in the bridge which I think will Did be Did you really say you're cool. going to try? I'm going to try, yeah. I haven't yet. Hopefully okay. by the time so I haven't even airs, tried yet, so I he doesn't know how I it's going to go. Tried. So I haven't even attempted to try. You cut out for me for a second. I'm sorry. So 
So do you like the Dream 90, though? The Dream 90 is really cool. I, I was thinking about just buying another Dream might. 90. But yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. It sounds good. I'm considering just getting two Dream 90s and putting them in the M2. Yeah, I totally. M2 no, to that would be great. You should. And maybe I won't be playing it as much now that I'm, I got a bass, but that's like my guitar that I left at work. The Dream 90s the, would be the, good. And they're quiet, too. The pickups just sound really generic. Yeah, they to are. Me, the humbuckers that are in I there. I think they sound good like when you throw them in front of like a drive and like go hard rock kind of, you know, go like go full bore yeah. with them. But otherwise, they don't really do anything. They don't have a whole lot of character. I love the way those Dream 90s look, too. Yeah. you got the ones. I don't know yeah. if you have different options you can get, but they're sort of. Yeah, you can. Half. You can get some that are like the plastic covered ones, um, or you can get the ones that have like the different metals. So I got the nickel with the black. Are yours fully covered? No, mine. So mine has like the cutout. It's like yeah, the metal yeah, with the cutout, and then it's the black plastic on the top. Yeah, which looks awesome. Especially because my guitar is black. Yeah. Um, It'll still look awesome on the lime green one that I have. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Totes. They have Totes. white ones, too. You can get white plastic oh. with the metal. Um, and then so in, and then in my telly, I put those twankings in there, and I really like those, too. Because twanking. I like twanking with them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, because they're like Ezra. cool low hey, output vintage hey, style, <laughs> but I think that that's actually well suited for lots of styles. So I was say I said I told someone that I put them in, and they're like, oh, I don't really play vintage music. I was like, well, I don't really either, but the vintage output is like a cool feature. That's one, that's well, a that's really funny you response. Can always, you can that's, always get more, like you can always add more drive. You can't take a high output pickup and get less out of it, though. Yeah, I mean, and not only that, but like you can kind of like goose your amp a little bit more and like so you get totally. more of those harmonics at like a without that was pushing like, it into so, overdrive i don't know if you guys remember i did that live stream um where i was i was just going through all my pedals and leon was on when i was talking about the half horse and he said oh turn the grain knob all the way down and it becomes super responsive to like picking dynamics yeah. and stuff and part of this is because i'm not very good at guitar and so i'm not very like i probably just pick too hard all the time but part of it is because i was playing with my jazz caster which has texas specials in it which are like really high output and so it didn't have much dynamic and it made me like in that moment i was like crap i wish i had yeah yeah because the the telly that i had that i had twang kings in that was like what made me fall in love with tellies Uh to begin with and think like oh this is my sound that i want you know yeah, totally. Yeah, That's so what I was. I told you that the other I'm day glad. too. Like, I was really, I was really relieved when you told me that you liked them. Yeah, I was worried that you like I feel like I finally like have a real tell, like a telly, which is, I know it's a weird thing to say because there's lots of different kinds of tellies, but it's like it has that, that compressed kind of sound that you think of with a telly. Like, it's really cool. Totally. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've got to come back to this. So, uh, saying, 20? I don't want vintage, I don't want vintage pickups because. I don't play vintage music. Yeah. It's like well, he didn't say That's... it that way. So he was like, he was like, oh, I don't really play vintage music. So I never thought about it. Like, cause he, there's like a mental connection. Yeah. Like he, he wasn't had. being dismissive or whatever. Yeah. It was more like, oh, I never even considered that. Cause I don't play vintage music. So, but it's not like I would never do that, but I, I, I know it's just, I hear it's what just... you're saying. It is funny. Well, and it's funny because like, that's the goal. Like, 
everyone who plays every style of music once they get rich enough to afford super expensive guitars they get vintage guitars with vintage pickups you know yeah i guess that's true and then play punk rock or whatever with them uh, yeah i to me i just i just i guess i see it as like you know it's it's the um the the thing of well there's not there's no such thing as bad tone there's just different tone so it's like i, yeah, I yeah. i'm curious about everything and yeah and the fact that you know like one of the first and i know i've talked about this on the podcast before but one of my first guitar projects was putting a tele bridge pickup in a les paul knockoff oh yeah and, you talked about that oh yeah yeah and it, it's it's not it's it was just because it was like i wonder what will happen like i wonder how this will sound yeah. i wonder you know and yes it's not normal i'm not going to pretend that it's normal but it was like i've got this pickup it's this guitar needs a pickup i wonder what will happen if i do this and i didn't really like it but that's beside the point the point is <laughs> i'm i'm just kind of curious about like well what about this what about that yeah. and so when somebody says oh these pickups are you know these are vintage style pickups i like i mean on uh, if you're going to say i'm selling these vintage style pickups right they're not even vintage they're just vintage style as in they're they're created the same way they used to do it in the 50s or something yeah. And you're going to sell them for twice as much money as an as as a modern style pickup. Well, then I I've lost interest. But if they're the same price and it's just this is a different style, well now I'm kind of interested because I'm interested yeah. in different things. And, and that I was want... like the reason I got cuz I cuz I loved those cuz vintage like what does that even mean necessarily cuz a lot of the you know for those tele pickups it kind of means lower output versus some of the modern ones but like vintage humbuckers and Les Pauls a lot of those are like insanely hot mm-hmm. like you hear you know there's like no there's a no possible way to have like a clean sound from some of those like late 50s Les Pauls oh, you know crazy. yeah but yeah I, I agree I that really like about that I just remember listening like I was watching Andertons did this whole series because Gibson did a bunch of like I can't remember what they called them they, they would get someone's guitar, like someone's vintage guitar sent to the factory, and they would analyze it and basically oh, like make repro exact it. copies, yeah. including all of like the dings and nicks. And the pickups were like a big part of that. They would actually, I think most of them, they actually unwound the pickups to see exactly how they were made, which seems crazy to me. That seems like you would probably destroy them. But Yeah, um, yeah when you mess you up, have like, to rewind them. It's like you hope you get it right. But I remember, like, every single one of them was just, like, super hot. And especially the Beast, mm. which are you guys – that's, no. like, this famous uh, – it's Bernie Marsden's guitar. But it's, like, one of the most famous 59 Les Pauls. And it just has, like, super hot pickups. Like, he'll be playing it through, like, a Fender amp, and it just sounds distorted, you know. So, yeah. But that was how I felt with these Texas Special pickups, where it was, like, I know that I love these low-output tele pickups but they came up used on reverb and they're like the opposite as far as output range but i might as well try them because yeah i don't know what i i don't know that i won't like them right yeah yeah i have hot now now as pickups in my jazz master 
Which what is I in like your it. jazz master? Weed. What is what? What is what? Dope. What pickups do you have in your jazz master? Oh, pickups. Um, I have the ones that that dude Andrew Thomas built for me, um, but they're basically oh. um, like Seymour Duncan quarter pounder specs. Except, oh, so they're like really hot. Except that they don't have the the fat slugs. Okay, but yeah, slugs, but so. yeah, they're pretty hot. Um, which I like and don't like alternately. Like I kind of want i I want to get some antiquities and throw them in there too. Inst- well, not too, but instead, yeah. um, it'd be weird. You, so you want four pickups in, in your jazz master? I think I'll probably just like stick them under the pick guard though, and not really wire them in. <laughs> not really wire them in <laughs> freaking <Yeah>. lunatic <laughs> uh, i'll ground i mean i'll ground I'll, them i'll ground them I, like of course i like <laughs> i like it yeah because you I don't want them, get any hum i want them to be part of the circuit <laughs> but i don't want them to do anything yeah. <laughs> maybe i'll just wire like in, between the the volume and the tone pots there like you go. playing with other people having hot like the difference to me, the biggest difference with these, with like the high output tele pickups, mm-hmm. is it makes the different positions sound more similar to each other. Yeah, yeah. Which sometimes, sometimes that's a good thing because it makes it maybe easier to dial in tones from different, you know, from neck versus bridge or whatever. Uh-huh. But it's not as versatile, you know, because like on yours, yeah. the neck and bridge sound. 100 percent yeah which right? is something that i hadn't experienced with the pickups that I had in there before they were pretty they were like noticeably different when you're playing by yourself but they were very similar but now yeah, they're yeah, like totally. totally different which is cool which i like but then you know I, I could picture a scenario where maybe i don't know you were gigging or something and and maybe you just need a little more high end but so you switch to the bridge and then it's completely different I yeah don't know. I, I could see benefits but it's not as it's not as fun but anyways that's life life is not as fun phil yes phil why do you ruin everything no offense but you really suck what did i do i'm just kidding. hey phil no offense but you're a bad person no offense you're a bad husband and a bad wow. father <laughs> a bad podcast host wow no offense though like don't be a snowflake and get all offended <laughs> what do you want to participate in trophy <laughs> oh my gosh I think this episode Freaking. deserves a participation trophy <laughs> Yeah it, it doesn't deserve deals. anything more than a participation trophy though <laughs> This uh, this podcast will not win any awards <laughs> This podcast gets but, an award for existing <laughs> But Way to go To this all our viewers <laughs> To all our viewers who made it through No offense this episode. But our viewers can suck it <laughs> Oh sorry <laughs> Sorry and I said no offense. Right, wait a second. Aaron, Aaron, yeah. no. It's okay to offend most people, but not our viewers, because we want them to give us their money. I said no yeah. offense, so that's not it's not that's offensive, it's so they can't be offended. Oh, okay. That's true. Hey, you choose to be offended. So if I say something <laughs> horribly mean to you, like you choose to be offended. It's not my it's fault your that you get choice. offended. Stop choosing to be so offended is the Phil, thing. What were you gonna say? Uh when? <laughs> just now when we interrupted you um i just I think you were gonna say thanks thanks for something to our viewers oh that's right uh, yeah i okay how's it go with the, um thanks for camaraderie thanks for we had 
I, I blew a couple people's minds when I reposted my conversation with Bendy and reminded them that that's where, or I think they didn't know. Oh yeah. That that's I, where think the have, I think we have, I think we have enough, enough Thanks listeners that have stupid, not been from the beginning. Lazy and disrespectful. <laughs> we, there are a handful of, yeah, most of our viewers, viewers probably who have been, us, been, here been with us from the beginning, but I mean, which is good. There's a lot. If most that... of our viewers had been. We would have very few viewers. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so don't know. That, so it would be pretty awesome to friendship. have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks came for from friendship. A, a very weird DM conversation I had with uh, with Bendy. I don't even know who, if people. A lot know of people might Bendy not even is, know yeah. who Bendy which is. Which is not really worth getting into. No, it's not at all. But he's a crazy person, and then he ended our <laughs> conversation with "Thanks for friendship." I don't talk about the death. Thanks for friendship. <laughs> yeah, after saying a bunch yeah, of crazy it's, things. It's great because it gets a friendship. bunch of things in that one screenshot. You get him talking about that we don't talk about the death, and you get thanks for friendship. <laughs> two of our you know, flagship uh, things. I don't talk about the death. Thanks for friendship. Thanks so for guys, camaraderie. And girls. Guys and girls who are listening. Gracias por amistad. Count all the components too. Aaron, How is that else your wife? are you gonna know? No, that is Cole's child. <laughs> Just kidding, I knew it was. This is a conversation about remotes, I think. Uh huh. TV. No offense, but if you can't run a TV, I mean, come on. I know this is bad podcasting, but I'm just, I just, I, I feel we like can, I have to listen. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. He can I'm cut this out okay. if he wants to. Yeah. I hope he does. I really hope he does. <laughs> Did you hear everything he was saying? Yeah. We, we stopped talking so we could try and listen. <laughs> You freaking creeps. <laughs> no offense, but you Wait. a moron. I'll be right, I'll be right back. <laughs> We're not creeps. You could have muted no, us. I know. I know. <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. It's like, who's the creep? Is the is the person who like looks up the webcam girl? Is that a, obviously that guy's a creep? But the girl's also a creep too. If she put a webcam up in her dorm room or whatever. Right? Yes. Although it's probably That's... not really a dorm room. Like remember on you think, Workaholics? You think, it's a, you think it's like a, a storage container? In... <laughs> yes. <laughs> With like 50 <laughs> dorm rooms next to each other. <laughs> With a bunch of uh, Ikea furniture to, made to look like a dorm yeah. room? Hmm. That kind of makes me sad. I know. It should. It's a sad thing. Okay, we don't have our boss around, so now what do we do? I know.
I forgot what we were talking about, even. That got uh, so... Well, we were talking about gear supply, and then we were talking about... Oh, we were talking about um, how you how you want to change the pricing model of pedals. 